Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Jen McGuire on with us. How's it going, Jen? Hey, it's great. How are y'all? <laughs> super, super good. So you just went on a crazy trip to Panama. Yes. Extreme, yeah. yeah. This is probably the most extreme fishing trip in my, uh, my whole fishing career. Really? Why is that? Just so we were targeting, well, I was doing more kayak fishing. I've been down there and went out in Pongas and I've done a little bit of kayak fishing down there. But this is like the most extreme kayak fishing. We're going after monster fish. It's not little bitty fish in the in the lakes around here. We're going after like uh, Almaco jacks, uh, rooster fish, Kubera. I mean, it's extreme. The conditions are extreme. It's just extreme fishing all the way. That's insane. That sounds so fun. Wait, before we get into it, though, let's get a little overview on yourself, where you're from, what you do. Obviously, you fish and you froth out and live the salt life. But give us a little overview on yourself. So I'm most actually, I fish freshwater mostly from kayaks. So all my fishing just about is from kayaks. I do a little bit of boat fishing, but mainly it's just going after big fish and kayaks. And where do you live at? I'm in East Texas. So I'm in the sticks. Sick. In the sticks. I like Mm -hmm. that. That's such a good term. So (laughs) was this your first time to Panama? No, so this is my third trip. So my first trip, I went after. I was in Pongas going after tuna, uh, re- uh, yellowfin tuna. They're about 40, 60 pounds. I caught a 60-pound tuna that first trip I went, along with a bunch of different other species. My second trip there, I caught, um, I did catch a big almaco from the Ponga, and I caught big broomtail grouper, uh, uh, rock snappers, caught a bunch of fish, but mostly from the Pongas because the weather just ha- would not let me get out in a kayak on those two trips, really. So this is my first time being able to really take it hardcore in the kayak. That's so sick. Big fish. Panama looks insane. I've always wanted to go there and the surfing is insane too. And the water's warm. So, um, yeah. So Cambutal, Panama is where we are. It's like one of the most epic places to surf too. So, so when you go to Panama, were you staying at a lodge or were you Airbnb in somewhere? Give me the story on it. Yeah, so it's actually, it's like extreme fishing. It's a kayak lodge, uh, kayak fishing. Um, they do, it's called Los Busos. So it's close to, it's uh, Campbelltal. Uh, so we were at the end of the power grid. So not only is it like extreme fishing, but it's extreme environments. Like it is into the power grid. Some days you may have Wi-Fi, some days you may not, but you're totally like what you catch is what you eat on some of it. But it's really great food. They have great chefs that cook up what you catch. Um, but it's an epic experience the whole time. So from ponga fishing to kayak fishing, you get to go hiking out in the jungle, see monkeys. Like it's epic. The whole thing with Los Busos Panama. It's amazing. That's so sick. How long do you have to like you, you got to do like plane hoppers and stuff when you go to Panama, right? Well, on this one right here, actually, so you'll land in Panama City, Panama, and you go six hours through the country. So it's incredible. So you can experience the whole country from like the city life all the way through the jungle, the mountains, and then you're on the beach with like great surf and then extreme fishing. Yeah, it's amazing. That sounds so fun. Do you specifically go to Panama to kayak fish? Is that like a designated spot to go kayak fishing? Uh, so yes and no. So my boyfriend is actually, he's a guide down there. He's, uh, 
his name's Robert Field. He does field trips with Robert Field. So you can actually choose him to go fishing with him down there in Los Buzos. He'll take you out. He takes out of groups of like 12. And this is like extreme fishing. Like if you want it, this is, should be on everybody's bucket list. Like if you're an extreme fisher, this should be a bucket place to go. Um, it's not, it's, but you can be inexperienced too. Yeah, they have people that's never kayak fish go down there and land like a 40 pound, uh, rooster fish, Kubera. I mean, they giant fish in your lap in a kayak, all you putting your body online to catch this fish. So how did your boyfriend, anybody, end but up, it is, it's extreme. How did your boyfriend end up being a guide down there? Like how did that come about? I, well, he's a YouTuber himself. Um, he travels the United States fishing in all 50 States and he got invited to fish there. And when he got down there, absolutely loved it, wanted to be a part of it. And then now he's, they invite him back every year. He does two trips a year or two different times a month. He goes there to do these trips. So That's people so come and fish with him for a week. It takes a, it's a week long deal. So you'll fly in on like a Saturday and you leave on a Saturday or fly. Yeah. Leave on a Saturday. You fly in on a Saturday and leave on a Saturday. So you're usually but it's extreme. There for, it's amazing. So you're usually there for one week then. Yes. What's the longest trip you've done down there? It's been a week. It's the idea a week. Cause I have kids. So I can I leave them for a week and come back. Cause I don't want to leave them longer than that. And does your boyfriend like live <laughs> down there during the guided seasons then? Yeah, actually uh, he has a house down there now. So, uh, he, so how his trips are is he's there for like two weeks. Um, he's kind of off, but still there for two weeks. Then he does two more weeks of it, but they also are doing, uh, extreme hiking, like saltwater hiking, uh, jungle camping trips. Like that's their newest thing now. Like that's my next goal. When I go down there, so I'm going to do one of those trips, but you're kayak fishing, living out in the jungle, eating what you can find. <laughs> that sounds so sick. <laughs> What's like the biggest, coolest catch that you've had there? Like what, what are you trying to go for? I mean, you can go from tuna to everything. So that's my most recent fish is like the most extreme that I caught. Um, I was actually going after a different species. I really want to land a rooster fish. Um, spoiler alert, I still have not caught that fish, but it gives me something to go back for. Um, I was actually trying to target a rooster fish, but in the ocean, you just never know. And um, I caught a bonita. And we put it on a, on the line and dropped it down. And probably within 10 minutes, a giant Almaco Jack hit it and started taking me on a sleigh ride. And it wound up being 40 pounds. Now I got to lay it in my lap. Are so. you kidding? That it was sounds so incredible. fun. <laughs> so are the kayaks? It was. Are the kayaks that you, you're using, do they have the pedals and everything? Like the Hobie, Hobie kayaks? Or is it just? Yeah, so we use the Hobie kayak. Yeah, it's the Hobie kayak, like what I use here in the States. So I'm used to the system, everything, good, sturdy kayak. But it does, the guides down there, so that's why I say, like, anybody could go down there honest and be able to land these fish as long as they listen to their guides, which every guide on here will probably tell you, like, listen to your guides and everything will be okay. Um, as long as you listen to them, you they'll keep you safe, keep that fish in line. Um, biggest thing, because with that fish that hard, you get to the side, it will tump you over real quick. So making sure, like, stay in that rod tip to the front, you know, really make sure you stay on the rocks, keep it up. It's a lot of intense pressure uh stress anxiety <laughs> adrenaline all happening just like in this little bubble and then once you get that fish up 
like once it's to the surface, you're still in a kayak. <laughs> so getting that getting that fish into your lap is the second part of catching those fish. So it's a, it's a lot. Give me the the actual process. So you fly down there. Somebody says, "Hey, I want to go on a guided fishing trip um, at your your boyfriend's place." You go down there. You fly down there. What is it like? What do you yeah, do? Yeah, okay. you check in? Okay, so I love this, and I almost need to write something more about this. Okay, so you, you'll go to their website, and you'll get everything signed up. So once you sign up with uh, Los Boosters, everything's taken care of but your flight. So you'll get your flight. You'll land in Panama City, Panama. From Panama City, Panama, usually you'll like Uber over to a hotel, stay at a hotel there. They'll give you a list of places to stay. Once you're there, uh, the next morning, they have a, a transportation through the country to Los Busos, Panama. So you're six hours and it's it's awesome because you get to see how the country is. So not only are you going to do fishing, you also get to explore a whole new country if you've never been to Panama. Once you land, once you get to Cambutal or to Los Busos, the resort, uh, that's where you get all your, get, get, get everything set up. They'll, you'll meet up, you'll meet the guides, you'll eat dinner with them. Then you go to your rooms and the next day, and they'll go through like a crash course on how to stay safe in the kayak, what to do, listen to your guides is what they're going to tell you a thousand times. Um, and then the next day is just getting ready to go out. So when you get there is everything. And then you're fishing for five days. Is That's insane. So pretty much everything's done for you and yeah. then what about kayaks and stuff do you get to like choose which kayak you take out or do they have very similar kayaks and stuff already down there or so like that their setups are all the hobie kayaks they have all the okay. kayak setups so they're all hobie outbacks um they'll put them on the so it depends on if they some of them are mothership so they'll put the kayaks on the pongas take you out further so it'll take you out miles out into the ocean and then yeah. they kind of check on you as you're fishing um but then there's some that will actually leave from the beach and they'll help you get the kayaks off the beach and then you'll go out and there's some reefs right out front that you'll fish so like in their backyard they have like extreme like they have rooster fish and kubera and they've even caught a marlin down there from a kayak that's insane so <laughs> it's extreme <laughs> so how does it work with like if I wanted to go down there on a on one of these guided trips, can I say, hey, I want to go for tuna or choose what kind of fish you want to go for? Yes and no. So different times of season, just like when certain fish are in the area, you have a higher chance of catching them. Uh, they say that rooster fish are around pretty much year round there down there now. But depending on what species you want to go after, it may be a different season for it to where like really those be in there. But for the most part, they have pretty good luck catching most of the target fish for people down there is the tuna, uh, almaco, rooster, and um, kubera. So those are the ones that are right. The rooster fish is the one that most people want to catch from a kayak, and they do pretty good. But that, and that same thing, you'll talk to them. Like once you get on the website, like Los Busos Resort, you can start asking those questions. And there's somebody that's going to answer your questions on that. But getting a group of guys to go down there, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I bet it sounds so fun and. I've always wanted to go to Panama. I feel like for me, um, when I think about Panama, I think about not just fishing, but there's so much more to do there, especially surfing. Like that is such a destination for surfers to go. Um, what other things can you do at the at the lodge besides fish? They also have uh, hiking. So they'll take you hiking um, up to waterfalls. Uh, they have some of the, you can do horseback riding. They can schedule some of that. There's a yoga place down there that if you want to get a massage while you're there, you can do that. Um, but mostly it is like those 
those days are filled with fishing. Yeah. Uh, if you have like an early trip, then you have like the rest day to do whatever. And there is like some places to eat. If you ha- if you surf, you may be able to hit some waves at the end of the day too. If you're not too exhausted and you don't have too early of a morning, there's all those possibilities too. What kind of tackle and, and uh, equipment do you bring on the kayaks? You said that you kind of get pulled out super far out to sea um, with the pongas and stuff. So they probably bring a bunch of gear for you, right? Yes, yes. So they have it. They uh, some of it you can rent. Um, they have uh, everything you need from like just spinning to bait casters to everything you need setup wise. Like if you're wanting something extreme, they're gonna have something massive for you. And then yeah. you're gonna be jigging. I mean, yeah. Do you have any crazy stories about just like kayak fishing and and it just took hours to reel in a fish? Uh, not really. It's just really this, right? This one with that Almaco was more, more for me just being pulled so fast by a fish. I've never experienced that. And like, I'm trying to pay attention to like, make sure I don't like do something wrong here in my hands, but I'm also going to remember that I've got to keep that rod tip to the front and then make sure that I don't turn, like make sure the fish doesn't take me to the side and pull me over. I haven't had any of that yet. I'm sure it's going to come being kayak fishing in the ocean. I'm going to have some crazy like, uh Oh stories, but so far it's just really just paying attention to that one fish and like how fast it was pulling me. And then like, am I going to be able to get this fish in? Is my body going to give out before I can? (laughs) I can't tell you how long, like everybody always asks like how many minutes did it take to reel in a fish? I have no clue, but I know the whole time I was, panicking hoping like everything goes well and like i said keeping that rod tip to the front and just keep cranking on that reel not giving it anything yeah it was insane yeah it's it's funny um being on like a kayak or a jet ski or any type of boat like making sure the bow the front of the boat is always pointing forward and like by you saying to keep your rod tip to the front you have to do that because if you start putting it to the side and you have a big fish on you're done you're gonna flip and that's how it is in the kayak. And it can happen so fast. Like, so fast. When I, anybody's interested in doing this trip, I'm saying like, listen to your guy because they're going to tell you like, pay attention because one little move, you're going to be in the water. <laughs> yeah. And so if you were to like go down there and you weren't going to go super, super far out, if you were going to fish pretty close in, are you just taking the kayaks right out of the lodge? Yeah, so they will. So of course, on this right here, you're going to be with a guide no matter what. And so if the weather's great, and they're like, yeah, we can actually we can put in right out front, they have like three really good wreaths right there. So it depends on if this first wreath, they're like, this is where we need to be. Or if they want to move out, there's right there behind Los Busos, like it's set up perfectly they the guides there they're excellent at helping make sure you catch fish and you're safe um and then the pongas if they if you want to go way down to like the southernmost tip of america is where we went one time and that's where i caught a rock snapper and grouper like they can take you real far out but it depends on the guides the guides pay attention to the weather the swell how everything's going they're going to keep you safe um so it really depends on what the weather's doing down there in los Busos. they're in panama and so you were talking about how you can do another uh, guided trip and go camping and stuff while fishing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So now they're getting ready for all their camping trips. Uh, Rob actually is getting ready for his next camping trip. I think it's a, it's in March. So that right there, they actually go into the jungle. They're going to camp out. They're going to catch what they eat. It's all like they'll bring like rice. But if you don't catch fish, then you're probably just going to eat rice for dinner. But it's like extreme. Like, again, like anybody can just like hire a guy down in east or uh, south texas go out catch fish they clean it for you and what okay but if you want something more extreme like you're going to put your body on the line you're going to go out and you're going to catch your fish you're going to sleep out and out there it's not like sleeping out even around here if you sleep outside because of the the lights and everything you can't see the stars the way you can down there in panama like it's 
beautiful, incredible. You know, there's monkeys, there's, there's lots and lots of wildlife that you're able to see. It's, it's amazing down there. It's definitely worth it. Like I said, he has, he's doing the camping trips in March. So there's still openings, even that if somebody even want to jump on that. I wish I could go. That sounds so fun. I'm like so busy right now with like work and traveling and doing everything. But like, <laughs> you should. I need to like spend the time and like research some stuff and just pull the trigger on a fishing trip like that. Like I think it'd be so fun. But give me some memories that you have. Uh, You're going to be totally Panama. disconnected. Yeah, totally. 100%. So Panama holds a couple of really good memories for me. Like, cause that was like the first time I ever left the country ever. Got, I got a passport and my boyfriend bought me a passport, flew me to Panama. And that was the first time leaving the country, being in a, you know, a whole new area. Uh, so going down there and then that's, I got a concussion the first trip when I was down there. And that was pretty <laughs> unfortunate. Um, but then I went and caught giant tuna, um, and then my second trip down there, it was just really, that was more like a relaxed trip. We just had fun um, hanging out, hanging out on the beach. Um, and then we caught uh, the broomtail grouper, Almaco Jack. That was a great fishing trip too. Like every time I've been, it's only built to my fishing experience. So I've been three times right now. And I can tell you each time has been a different trip. This is not like same day, different thing or same or different day, same thing. This is like every single trip is more has for me it's been more extreme than the other like i'm looking forward to my next trip because this trip like first trip and then the second yeah it's just building on there so it is definitely a repeat place it's not a one-time done it all top deal what are the most interesting stories you have of panama it's probably having my concussion i got a concussion one day and the very next day um i so i was sick for six hours um wasn't able to hold anything down and went to sleep still feeling horrible but i really wanted to fish the next day and so i sucked it up and we went out and i caught a 60 pound yellowfin tuna what? out of the panga but it was insane it was hard fight i was still like had like i had a had a cut right here so like i when i hit my head I, we were exploring tide pools and I knew better, I was trying to, but I slipped, fell, hit my head. I had a cut right here on the back of my head. I wound up braiding my hair and everything so you couldn't see anything. I mean, I was pretty bad. I came back to the States and they were, my doctor friends were like, we gotta clean this. Like it was, it was pretty gnarly. But like I said, like I had all that happen one day and the next day I did not wanna not go fishing. And I was like, we should do it. Rob was like, are you sure? He was really questioning like, are you sure you've been sick? You haven't eaten? I'm like, no, I want to go. <laughs> and so we went out and we made it happen. Caught that 60 pound tuna. It was a hard fight. Like I was very fatigued, but it was epic. It was totally epic. Totally worth it. If you got a 60 pound tuna on a kayak, that would be insane. Like you'd be pulled around so much. Yeah, no, that, that's a goal of mine too. <laughs> like it, we'll make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely, you should. Um, it sounds so fun there. And I love the fact that like you're saying that you can go on different types of trips. Like you can go stay at the lodge and like probably have the best accommodations ever, or you can go on a freaking camping trip. Like that's so sick. Yeah, there is. There's so many opportunities you can do. So if kayak kind of deters you, they have the ponga trips too, where you can go out in the pongas and catch, but you're still catching a big fish too. Yeah. You can go out in the kayaks, do the most extreme fishing you've ever done. 
You can go on a camping trip out. And like, I like the part where you can like disconnect from the world. Like once you're on those camping trips, if you need to just disconnect from your work, from everything, anything and everything, you can disconnect completely and just be around other like-minded people. So that's sometimes people worry about going by themselves because you you don't have any friends there, but you're all like-minded. You are all on this trip for a reason. So you can kind of connect with everybody, even if it's just talking about like your goldfish to catch that week, you can kind of talk about that. So even if you're a single person, you can go on these trips, camping trips, fishing trips. And that's what I love about it too. So do you know, do they have a website that people can go on and and try to book a a trip or do they have Instagram and what's your social media and platforms too? Yeah. So it's a www.lospusos.com, I believe, or result, lospusosresort.com. And you can book trips there. Uh, Robert Field is my boyfriend, but there is other great guides down there. Robert is the one, he's doing camping trips right now. So you can jump on one of those. Um, But uh, they're also on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So you can look them up on there. And then you obviously have uh, Instagram and everything like that. People can follow you on. Yeah, I have all I'm on all the forms of YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them. (laughs) What is your uh, like handles for all that? And how do we watch your YouTube videos? Oh, so it's a Southern Bell Fishing. uh, It's Southern Bell Fishing on all of them. It's pretty simple. And uh, my YouTube. So Salt Life will have the YouTube video on the Almaco soon. And then also Robert has videos of the Panama stuff. So field trips with Robert Field. There's a lot on that also. But so you see all the Panama, most of the, all the Panama stuff, like even previous videos is on is on Robert Fields. Just he's the one who kind of promotes the business. So, but it's epic. That sounds so fun. <laughs> and I can't wait to see that video. Like I, I'm so interested to see that. And like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Everything. <laughs> it sounds so fun. Well, thank you. Yeah, you really should take a trip. You should. I know. <laughs> I want to. I need to go on a fishing trip. That's like something that I need to do very soon. Salt Life, let's make a fishing trip happen. Um, Jen, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about this. All right. Thank you. No, I love telling, telling stories about fishing for sure. <laughs> it's so fun. And it's, it, you always learn something from somebody and that's, what's so fun about this. And like listening to these podcasts, it's so fun to like get everybody's life stories and like understand what people like to do. Like kayak fishing to me, like when I go kayak fishing, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go throw a rod and get some bass out front of, uh, the beach, whatever. But there's so many opportunities. Yeah. Where, yeah. Like you can literally get marlin off kayaks like people do that yeah you have like you there is a video right now if you go look like 500 pound marlin from a kayak like it's it's there so i mean this and it's in los busos so if you want extreme like it's there well sweet thank you for coming on and thanks everybody for listening in to today's podcast we'll catch you next time thanks jen all right thanks bye guys thanks for listening in to above and below a salt life podcast Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.